Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Justin. I'm here today with Anna Jones. I want to give a little intro with her. She is a photographer based out of here in Des Moines, but I have been following her work for years, and probably she's one of two people in Des Moines that when they post, I think like, oh crap, that's so cool, and I could never do that. Um, so I'm a huge, huge fan of her work. Uh, welcome, Anna. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, so what I'm doing on this interview portion is I'm starting by just asking a question of like how you get into the industry, like how do you get started with photography? Oh geez, uh, mine was probably different than most. I always loved photography, um, but I never really realized you could do it as a career. <laughs> I don't know, did your parents foster that in you? I don't know. <laughs> we never talked about photography oh, growing up. I always yeah. wanted to do it. Like, I always wanted to do it. I thought, I'll just take pictures for a living. And my mom is a very much a realist and she's like, oh honey, that's cute. Yes. Um, so I was bartending for Full Court Press at different random places. And yeah. I just started thinking about photography jobs, probably charging more than that, um, just to get experience. And I was just so thrilled somebody would pay me to do what I loved, you know. <laughs> uh, and then it kind of just, I got busier and busier, and then I just was like, I'm going to do this for a job. Crazy. <laughs> then, like, did you, had you bought, like, a... In my head, you had a 5D Mark II. I feel like I remember that from earlier I on. Was it? And, and okay. I am. I like Nikon. I love their, there's a lot of things I like about all cameras, but I feel like you kind of stick with what you start with. Yeah, you do. Because you build a kit, and it's so expensive to build a new kit. Um, so I've always gone Canon. I didn't start with a 5D Mark II. I think I started on like a 70 or something like that. How long have you been doing it then? Um, eight, nine, ten okay. years. Okay. I probably started when you were still... Because I've been really involved in Raygun. Okay, yeah, that probably was it. And I think I remember you from around town from like Garrett, like you were yeah. associated with one of Garrett's friends. Yeah, I know with Garrett, Jess, those guys sometimes. Yeah, if that makes sense. I don't know where you had going there. It was so cool. That environment was so fun. It was. What then? What does your work look like now? Are you shooting? Are you full time? Full time. Have been for quite a while. Mostly, I would say weddings, families, ingenue, which is boudoir, which is a big part of my work. Which I don't always get to show because it's yeah, not, which is good. But yeah, yeah. it's not work that people in Des Moines want showcases. So it's mostly word of mouth. But I do. That's a lot of my workload. Um, some seniors, not really a senior photographer, but yeah. if I have clients I've had forever that are like, my daughter just really wants you to share portraits, I do it, and generally they're pretty artistic. And you do it your way. Fun yeah. projects. Yeah. yeah. Um, some commercial work. How, if you were to break it up percentage-wise, like I'm like, money-wise, I am 50% on the dollar weddings, 25% commercial, then about 12 and a half family, 12 and a half senior. Probably... 50 wedding, 20 commercial, 25, uh, oh no, I have skipped on Janelle. Gosh. 50 wedding for sure. And then I'll just mix between commercial. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to talk about like kind of what your style is or kind of how you see the world, but just for the sake of like conciseness, like what's your current gear set up? Like are you... Yeah, and you know I'm not... Except for you had that Leica or have it? Yeah, okay. Okay. 
pretty fun. <laughs> I don't know if you're like me, but like when I go and I travel, I have my huge, all my gear, which is such a pain to travel with. Yep. And then when I want to go out on my own, I don't want to carry it. No, no, yeah, you don't want to. So like a cute, here's a plug for like a cute. It's a very cool little camera. Um, <laughs> I have my Leica too, which is great. I don't use it as much because what I was finding was that I love it, but it's hard to get it consistent with my camera. Okay, okay. It's hard to get like a consistent edit and I, to make the whole event look cohesive. I was finding it looked very filmy, which I liked. I don't know if that was appealing always to the client. Well, when you, if you're shooting, I know I have a buddy and he's shooting or was shooting four or five cameras and then his whole editing, it's like he's getting his film back and then matching these other four cameras to that where it's like I shoot everything on a D850 yeah. boom, so, boom, boom, yeah. and it's all. And editing's easier, like you said. Correct. So, I don't do that. No, but I do have those and they're fun personal cameras, but mostly um, Canon 5D Mark IVs. You the L series glass. Those L series, 35 always. Okay. Um, 135. Oh, cool. Okay. I just bought 100 to 400 because. Oh yeah, we had this. The videographer thing is like, <laughs> do you, you don't have that. Like it's hard to like, it's hard to get together and like really figure out shooting methods when there's three or four people. Totally. Totally. So like I'm just gonna zoom in there. You know? So I thought yeah. that we're gonna test that this year and then um, fifty. And that's a beast, the one hundred four. I mean so any of those lenses it's like you better be and it's completely opposite of your style in the sense that like if you have one little Leica correct, yeah. And that part of that is like like some photographers use two bodies on a day. And I will only use one body and just change my lenses. Because I just hate the idea of this dude running around wearing four cameras and like like I just I don't want to throw my weight around and my back hurts I've been doing this for 15 years I've seen a chiropractor and he was like the best thing you could do is not have a camera strap so I got rid of it right did you have like one of those hold fast yeah the double ones and I just like it looks great on Austin Day I just felt like a fool with it so I don't have anymore I mean I agree with you usually there's a schedule where you can do that maybe the ceremony Yeah, but I'm not delivering. I know I got get, during a ceremony. I got to get back and I got to get some wide shots, and then I can throw on a 7200 and kind of like snipe it. And then things, if I can get that long shot somewhere in the middle of the ceremony at the end, I don't need to like change back and forth a whole bunch of times. I feel like you can plan it, unless you're doing these like three minute weddings, which I've done those too, where you're like you change it, you're like oh. Okay. <laughs> Also, your ceremonies are like, do I really need like 16 pictures? Of the same thing, yeah, same thing, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what sticks out to me about your work is that you just take risks and you see things. I've, I feel like you'll shoot from under people all the time and I just, I don't think that way. Um, you, you have so much sky in your work and it's really beautiful. Um, so if you were to say like, hey, this is my style or my signature, or these are things I adhere to, how would you describe that? I mean, I feel like I have some ideas on how I would describe your style. Yeah, but I think sometimes I remember like other people probably can be pretty insightful because I think we don't always, I think we're always very good at analyzing ourselves. Yeah. Um, but I would say I'm a very curious human. Um, I like to ask questions. I like to know what's going on with people. And I like to use my curiosity to kind of understand how people are connected. Because you know, like, some people are not touching 
some people are very touching. Like everyone is so different in the way they show each other love. Yep. And so I think what's fascinating to me is to try to find a way to make any of that look intimate. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So like we have this huge push, and I think it's been going on for a while with the adventure photography, which is gorgeous. Like, yeah, taking the why I mean, I'm not this is not me <laughs> telling you that that's bad. But I think what's more interesting is putting two people in a room and figuring out a way to make nothing in the background just them look beautiful. Yeah. So, and sometimes they shoot up to get rid of messy backgrounds. <laughs> we are in Iowa. Yeah the, yeah, the easiest background is the sky. Yeah, so you can take that. That's really true. Yeah. Interesting. So sometimes, like, I'm not a huge planner. I'm not a technical person. I don't always storyboard. I go into something with an idea of what I want to do, but I'm never afraid to throw it out the window because my best work comes from me just, like, trying to make it work. And I, do you remember Tom Willoughby? Yeah, oh yeah. He would always say that. He would be like, he would be like, whatever, you'll figure out some way to like make it. Like that was what I thrived on. Yeah. Do you know what's hilarious <laughs> is that I think that of the people that that I'm really aware of in Des Moines, you and I maybe travel as much as anybody. Yeah. And what's really funny is that like I absolutely I'm I try to get every couple to go somewhere crazy. Yeah, which is awesome. But that but I'm also partially over it like the the inauthenticity in it so what i'm trying to say is that i like to take people in a place where we're all having an adventure but the at least now it's like i'm on my wife will have her our third baby here in a, <laughs> in a few days something like that so it's like it, it just it's at a great cost and so it's is it amazing yeah it's totally amazing uh, is it like, am I living the dream? Like, partially, yes. But it's not convenient. No, I mean, when we need to have everything we want, it's interesting to look and say, oh, wait, is this really? Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is like, you need the couple, like, you need the right couple. Because not every couple realizes it's a hike. They're going to get sweaty. <laughs> You're going to not, you know, you need to bring clothes to change into. You need to bring the right shoes. Like, I had someone contact me about an Arizona shoes, and they were like, oh, I thought we could just, like, maybe grab an like, have you been to the Like, <laughs> there's, there's like maybe three airports, 17 churches, and like no airport, or not airports, sorry, universe, and no there, Yeah, not in Page, anywhere. in Page, there's nothing. Yeah, you're on your own. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we were trying to find people that hang out with or shoot in White Sands, and it's like, there's nobody. No, it's, it's just, military. it's just so scary. It's super creepy. When we drove through the night, uh, we drove through like area 21 in the middle of the night and it was like freezing cold and windy and I was like this is this is why this place is crazy it's because yeah. you know you gotta actually get here yeah so it's cool when you have someone who's willing to adventure with you and I luckily have had I mean I've had both of it I know what you're talking about but I have also had people who are like we're gonna get to this spot no matter what yeah and that's when it's fun I, I totally agree and I think when you when you set out goals with your couples to like do something crazy and then you accomplish it the coolest part is they're oftentimes a lot more forgiving on their hair because if the memory if the power of the memory exceeds the quality of the image it's different but if they had a terrible time and their hair was bad then it's like this is the worst but also you know I think you and I are probably exposed to a lot more images that we like visually and they're probably more into seeing themselves look good yeah so to us like hair flying everywhere that's like beautiful yeah it can be super but cool so yeah. like, I hate, like that's not <laughs> on her wedding day she's like I hate wind and I'm like no, that's gonna be 
But to us, I think we love Yeah. It's hard to sell that. Correct. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Do you feel like you had like some defi- decisive moment or like did you ever have a lucky break or something like that where you're like, man, once I did this, everything took off from there? No, I mean, not that I can think of. I mean, I, it's, I think it's cool that you say such nice things about my work, but to me it was like hard work. I did a lot of stuff <laughs> I didn't want to do until I got to a point where I could say this is my style, take it or leave it. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Um, and we haven't been close friends to like, I haven't seen the hard work side. Great. I just like see you out socially and it's like, oh, and it's awesome. Yeah. And then like I see your cool work. Well, so, you get <laughs> I don't, I, in my mind, no, I, I'm not, that wasn't what I was insinuating at all. No, you know what I mean? Like maybe I'm just maybe my hard work. But I mean, I guess I, I'm luckily like, I think by putting the work out there that you want to shoot again, which is what I try to do, you get the work you want. So like, the number of times I've sat down with a bride that's hired me who then wants a meeting with her mom, and this hasn't happened for a few years, but it happened like three, three to five years ago. And they'd be like, well, you're not gonna shoot, like, you're gonna give us these traditional shots and these, like, it would have to be, and of course they do that. Yeah. Of course they do that. It's a wedding, all of your family's there, I get it. I just don't put that on my website because I want to attract clients that don't want traditional. Yeah. Because there's tons of people that do traditional stuff way better than I do. Yeah, it's what defines you is the is your French stuff. And I, I always felt like this, like Chevy doesn't advertise the Aveo. If you if you know me at all, you've heard me say this a million times. They advertise the Corvette and the Camaro and they're like pimped out trucks. And then people buy Aveos or I have a Malibu. It's like they don't talk about how great them. I mean, I like my Malibu, oh, but you lead with your craziest stuff. And people want to be a part of that brand. And usually they're not willing to go Right. You know, and you don't you don't go into McDonald's and order a steak. Mm-hmm. So it's like somebody's not going to come to you and say, "Hey, I like what you're doing, but I want it to be 50 times weirder." They're going to say, "I want." And if they did, I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. You know? That's true. I mean, that's awesome. But yeah, exactly. And you also have kind of a little bit of a security blanket in that too, because if someone comes at you and says, "You didn't do this, that, or the other thing," it's Do you have like a, this is the craziest shoot I've ever done or like the most prolific or, I mean like the stuff you shot and the stuff you've done in Paige at the Wave is like insane. Okay, so the Paige story, I mean that's probably too long for this, but we, so I got hired by a couple out of New York for that. It was so strange. I think what happens is, and you were just talking about SEO, I yeah. don't know if you're referring to those, but if you have your SEO locked in, you know, people look up like page engagement and five years ago when people weren't doing that, like my pictures would show up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Now it's everybody. <laughs> um, but like then it would so people would be like, oh she she does this. And so it doesn't matter what I say I'm in the morning. People are just like, oh you know the area will do this. Yeah. Um and so these people reached out and wanted to do what is it? The slot canyons. Yeah. Animal canyon. Yep. What a nightmare. How, like, do you, unless you get like a private tour, you're just like you can't. Like it's actually <laughs> illegal. You can't. Right. So you're just it's kind of a mess. And I'm like, let's do. I saw this place the way. Let's try it there. Well, it turns out it's hard. You, you let they let fifty people in a fifty people in a day. It's a lottery. Um, 
Like there's nothing about Yeah. Well it's like us hiking in, but yeah, correct. But yeah, and, and that's the And Donna the bride was like, we're going. She's like, I will drown my car. You know? Like and that's why I meant earlier. You don't have people like with you and Jerry and Jeff, like Jerry and then Jeff the room. He was like, We're not making it. And Donna's like, I will slam you this like That is amazing. Yeah. I I love that. Because it yeah, that's what that's what these things yeah. Take, I, had, I had a senior session years ago, and I like looked at my phone to take me there, mm-hmm. and it took me down like a level B service yeah. road after a bad rain, yeah. and I completely buried my car in the mud, and I got out, walked half mile through the mud, and then another like quarter mile to the house, and then this is like a senior, and actually it was supposed to be me and her mom, and her driving around, and her mom had like got caught up at work, so I was like, Hey, can we take your car? <laughs> and I went and shot the, her senior photos in her car. Had my wife come drive 45 minutes to get me. <laughs> and then I had to go get my car the next day. That's something I would do. Also, where, like, how did we survive without GPS? Sometimes I'm driving to a wedding and I'm driving to a session and I'm like, It's it's been it's crazy. Um, do you have anything that you know now that you maybe wish you would have known earlier in your career? Um, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to do this that's like actually a benefit to younger photographers or other photographers. I mean, I think I think create work that you want to create more of. Um, I think it's hard because I'm not one of these people that really get worked up about um, people not judging them. Because I think we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. But I, I don't think you're helping yourself. There was a really good podcast um, that I listened to years ago. And this is going to be not helpful because I don't remember the details. <laughs> but basically, it was about a photographer. And it was, a, it was a story about how he charged less to this big company. Um, because the big company was like, we don't have the money to do it now. 
we don't have this much money to get you now. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll do it for this much money. And later, when the company got bigger and had the money, they went and hired the next guy and paid her what she wanted. <laughs> they didn't come back to that person and then pay them more. Yeah. You know, people, you define your worth, and that doesn't mean you have to come out of the gate saying, I'm worth this, but I think you should approach it more in a way of like, I do need to build my portfolio here, so I will give you this this specialist yeah yeah that I mean that just seems to be the the biggest question that I talk to with most people is they either they either feel like they're too low or I can look at their work and tell that they're too high and I I just um yeah a little bit I I think that the I have a little pricing blip podcast that I did the other day but I I think one of the things that we discount is that or one of the things that we look at is like I can shoot something I can shoot three images that kind of look like yours Mm -hmm. so then I'm like I must be worth the same amount as Anna Jones or something like that but what you don't realize is that like yeah Ikea gets you the same place as a Mercedes Mm -hmm. but like why is a Mercedes a lot more expensive it's like because the experience it's because of the name it's because the marketing around it and so a lot of people are there's a lot of people around Des Moines in particular that are they're pretty good photographers. Yeah, the bar's being raised all the time. But that doesn't mean they have any sort of a real distinguished brand. Like so they just they can't charge a premium brand price because they haven't developed a premium brand. But also I think I think when you're dealing with the day to day and photo stuff, it's not like okay, let's take a wedding. Um, we might get a beautiful wedding on a rooftop and beautiful sunset, beautiful And yeah. like I can shoot that. Or like we can pull someone off the street to shoot that. And they're both gonna be really good. I think where the money comes in is like the experience of knowing how to first look at noon. First look at noon. (laughs) In July fourth. And like like problem solve and like know that this is what works and this isn't. And I think so those people that do that I do think that comes back to bite them. Yeah. And you can set up your business where you are only shooting sunset like golden hour every night well but there are people that that's their that's their business model and that's fine um but to me it's like since i'm full-time i have to make money every hour of the day and so that like that's just people say oh do you like the light in here and it's like no but i'm still gonna make great images like that's just that's my job (laughs) okay Um, Thank you so much for joining me. We got part two here in just a moment, so make sure you tune in for that, guys.